0: Everybody's falling in love and I'm falling behind Everybody's falling in love and I'm falling behind Everybody's falling in love and I'm falling behind What the fuck is going on with our generation and their obsession with love? Me included. I'm not going to lie, me included. I will say that I, I would say used to, I used to spend my days obsessing about, will I ever find love, who will this person be like, this is the type of love that I'm looking for, will I ever get that, nine times out of ten, probably the fuck not. But before we even get into all of that, this is Kira. This is Kira's Eye, episode two, and today we're gonna be talking about Gen Z and our obsession with love. And to be honest, I will say the whole world's obsession with love right now. I don't know why, but I feel like the shift has changed because I don't know, a lot of songs are about heartbreak or about misery. Like you barely find a song that's actually about love that you can relate to. All this shit is sad. And I'm like, fuck. I can't even escape the sadness and loneliness through music. Because these bitches are lonely too. It's wild. But I was scrolling on TikTok. And if you've heard that sound, then you are one of the ones that are obsessed with love. And if you haven't, congrats. <laughs> I don't know, like, I look at the sounds, and I'm like, sometimes I see people as young as fucking 16, making a TikTok about, with that sound, and saying shit like, oh, I'm being left behind, all of my friends have found are in relationships, and and living their lives, and I'm here, I've never had a boyfriend, or I've never had a girlfriend, it's like, bitch, you're 16. You're 16 and I feel like it's that de- it well, media definitely does have a big part to play in that when it comes to the movies we watch the shit we see the stuff that goes viral like it's all about relationships and love and things like that. But we don't even really have a good sense of what love is or what our version of love is and it's crazy because everyone has a different version of love but only one type of love is really being portrayed. And I saw this amazing fucking TikTok of this girl talking about community love and how the media is pushing out this one type of love and no one ever talks about community love and community love is basically when you, it's that whole love thy neighbor type concept. If you know what I mean by that, like, You are living within these community of people who genuinely do love and care about each other, support each other, take care of each other. And due to that, you stop to feel the lack of love and you stop feeling all of these things of of like yearning for something because you have it in this way. Because realistically, we as humans crave any type of love. It's not specifically romantically, you know. But she's going on to this thing about how um, community love is more threatening to the system than romantic love, which it is. With community love, you tend to feed off of other people's energy and their concerns become your concerns. Now, imagine a whole group of people with the same concerns and that same love to back those concerns. Bitch, you'll go to war for it. (laughs) you know how like Phoenix go I'll go to war for it they definitely will but imagine instead of just going to war for one person you're going to war for a group of fucking people and those group of people are going to war for you yeah yeah that's some impactful shit (laughs) but back to my experience with love I can never really say that I've ever been in love And this is, oh, my God, this is going to cause drama. (laughs) Everything I say, I'm like, oh, my God, this is going to cause drama once I start talking about me. But I love, of course, but I will never say that I'm in love because as fast as I fall into that love, I fall right back out of it. (laughs) Oh, let me say it again. (laughs) Let me say it again as quick as i fall into that love is as quick as I fall out of it and that shit is crazy and I try but I feel as if love shouldn't be something that you try it should be something that you feel hmm. and like I said everybody has different interpretations on it my interpretation on love is definitely gonna be a lot different than anyone else's shit I love me some uh Damn, who's I gonna say? <laughs> who do I love me of some? Because I just thought of them. Mm, it might come back to me. But I realized that everyone does have their own different interpretation of that shit, and so I'm about to tell you my interpretation of love, and you might take it differently because, like I said, depending on who you are and what you do, everyone's shit's gonna be different. But my interpretation of love is, I don't know, it's more of like a feeling. Like, you want to take upon yourself to help this person through all they need. Let me mute my fucking phone. (laughs) But, oh my god. This device is heating up, that fan kicking in, and I hope y'all don't hear it. (laughs) But, my interpretation of love is the sense that, I, hmm. it's a feeling of, oh my god, I don't fucking know, and ain't that something, I don't know, I don't know, I can't even describe it, because... I don't know how to describe friendship love. That's when I care about this person, and I go to war for this person, I die for this person, I live for this person. I am here to uplift this person. This is my friend. This is the person that I care about. I love them. Family love, the same way, but a bit different. I care about them, and I want to see them. Bro, I'll do anything for them. I'll build these motherfuckers out of jail. They can do me absolute dirt, and I'll still, uh, I'll still work through it. But I think that's more of an issue than love. <laughs> I think that's more of just me having fucking attachment issues at that point than love. I don't know. I think it's just something you feel. I'm realizing that I don't believe that I can describe how it feels to be in love maybe not because I haven't been through it probably just because I can't fully explain it Mm. That, uh, that in and of itself is crazy because I used to work so hard to try to find something that I can't even fucking explain like that doesn't make any sense but speaking on the topic of love in relationships and things like that, let's go into more of my aspect of it, which is queer love. Because I do think that is definitely different. I've mostly dated men, and I've dated women, but those. Well, neither ever work out because I'm here and I'm fucking single. Let's be real. (laughs) But I would say that with men, it's definitely easier because I don't get attached that much because we have this whole ideal of men ain't shit. And although I don't believe all men ain't shit, there's definitely a good amount of men that ain't shit. (laughs) Okay. And I don't know, as a queer woman, I'm more leaning towards women by a lot. And so I don't get attached to men very easily. Nine times out of ten, not even gonna lie to you. And this is toxic. And I know, but like I said, this is a diary. And y'all are gonna think differently of me after hearing this motherfucking podcast in the first place. But I get in relationships with men out of boredom. Mm. And saying it alone. I'm like, bitch, you are a menace, and it needs to be stopped. And it has been stopped. I've stopped it recently. I don't get in relationships with men anymore. So, woohoo! Yeah. Um, I definitely do get into situations though, and out of boredom. But I now I'm a lot more. <laughs> I'm a lot more upfront and vocal with it. I feel like everyone should be upfront and vocal with. Anyone that you are pursuing romantically, sexually, emotionally, anything like that, you should be upfront with them about what you want and what's the outcome of this. I'm always like, I'm about to be so fucking upfront. (laughs) And this is so awkward because I know that people are going to listen to this. And I'm like, damn, so many people are going to look at me so differently in real life. And (laughs) And it's wild. But let's just say it we're young as hell um I just want to (laughs) fuck a lot of times with men most of the time every time let me be for real it's I just want to have sex I'm bored and I'm horny and that's just how that is with women it's a lot different I get attached I'm working on it I don't know that's why I'm (laughs) y'all should see my face like I'm like uh like yeah I know and that's why I don't pursue those as much because i will get attached and that's why i'm working on that Mm. i don't know if it's mother issues probably (laughs) probably um but i have daddy issues too so that's probably working hand in hand with each other that's the reason why most of my relationships don't work out but we're not going to get into that that's something that i'm working on (laughs) uh But yeah, this obsession with love is crazy. You know, I have it. I used to have this ideal, like this perfect image of who I'm going to be with and what I want my relationship to look like and all these other things. And like, I'm spending more time fucking putting my imaginary life together than putting my real one together. And that's what we call delusion. And I suffer from it heavily. I suffer from that shit like nobody's business. I'm drinking Delulu tea, and I be having a fucking blast, and that is not okay. Mm -mm. Sometimes you gotta step into reality. And I know what they say. I saw this one uh, TikTok, and this guy was like, you know, just condoning being Delulu, and I'm like, being Delulu can get you through some shit. Trust and believe, and it's fun. But should you be do all the time? Absolutely fucking not. Absolutely not. That's going to get your heart broken. More than being real is going to get your heart broken. I promise you that. This is out of fucking experience. Uh-uh. No. But. I definitely think that we as a collective need to sit down And think to ourselves, why do I want to be in a relationship so bad? Me personally, for me, it's strictly to get out of my own head, to distract me, to, I don't know, find something that I can put my time into and not have to worry about myself and what the fuck is in my head. And if you're anything like me, pause, stop it, don't get in a fucking relationship (laughs) because babes. You gonna end up fucking somebody's life up real quick, and I'm being real right now mm. because we just shouldn't. We shouldn't be in a relationship.
1: We should definitely.
0: Oops, I really hope y'all didn't just hear that because I think I don't know. Sounds like somebody getting murdered. I'm like, what's happening? Mm-mm. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> I digress. Um, yeah, if you're getting relationships solely to not feel lonely, you need a friend. You don't need a relationship. You need a friend and a therapist. But at the same time, I can't judge because I don't have a therapist. I have friends. That that does help. A therapist, you no. Know, I should probably look into that. <laughs> I should probably fucking look into that. But on the gayer aspect of things, (sighs) dating women is rough. Getting relationships with women is rough. And this whole idea of like, I'm going to say the lesbian fucking agenda. Because there is no reason why this is not an agenda. Because it's scary. Why the fuck is it publicized that you how lesbians are a thing. And why are we okay with it? Why are we okay with being in a relationship for two months and y'all motherfuckers are already moving are already moving in? That should not be okay. Why in a span of two months are we saying I love you? That should not be okay. It should not be okay. And it needs to be illegal immediately. I feel like lesbians, queer women in general, are like the number one leading cause of love bombing they mean it too. like men love bomb a lot but they only love bomb to get into your pants queer women lesbians love bomb and fucking mean it that shit is crazy it's absolutely fucking wild i cannot explain to you how many times i've been fucking love bombing i've been like oh you must be oh my god you love me bitch know they're crazy and you need to run pack your fucking bags and get out of the country because them bitches aren't letting you go i swear i've had to change numbers i've had to switch states i'm not even gonna fucking lie to you this shit is a pandemic and it needs to be stopped it needs to be stopped it's not okay <laughs> it's just not okay let them be young oh my god i'm saying let them be young like i be like i'm out here dating cougars i am not i can't even pull a cougar Mm -mm. i don't even i have the emotional fucking stability of a five-year-old the smallest inconvenience and i'm on the floor kicking my feet legs throwing my phone i'm tired (laughs) i need to take a lap i need to take a nap i cry and i take the best nap of my fucking life like a Six-year-old, it's it's shameful. It's shameful, and I'm admitting it because I need to grow from it. Will I grow from it? Maybe not. Those naps, ooh, they be hitting. Shit, I want one of them now. I <laughs> had a normal, oh my god, ne- never mind. Normal naps don't hit. Like a, just got through crying almost on the edge of often getting Nap takes you, it takes you to a different realm, a different place and if you've never experienced one congratulations because you're emotionally stable but if you have I know you know what I'm talking about <laughs> I know you know what I'm talking about <sighs> but yeah love is wild and it's something that everybody seeks, and there isn't a time limit on it. Like, taking it back to those, to that sound, that little trend, and I'm calling it a trend because a lot of people are doing it. It's like a hive mind thing. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I think once you put pressure on yourself about the fact that you're not in a relationship and you have not fallen in love and things like that you forget a lot of people don't a lot of people don't fall in love really if you really think about it a lot of marriages end because people get into relationships out of loneliness stick with that person because they don't want to start all over again and they never find love they just get into these relationships that have no meaning and I don't know take it too fucking far in my opinion There's no reason you should be marrying someone due to you not wanting to end it because it's been so, because you put so many years into it. No. If you know that you and this person does not match, let it go. And I say that to say just because you see a couple and you think that they're happy and you think that they're good and secure, they're not. Beyonce cheated on Jay-Z. That's all I got to (laughs) say. No couple is perfect. No relationship is perfect. That's not how that shit goes. And you need to stop focusing on other people's relationships. I had to stop focusing on that shit myself. Like, what am I worrying about your relationship for when I'm single? Like, I'm talking about you. I ain't got no fucking body. So, obviously, you're doing something... That i ain't <laughs> especially if you're looking for a relationship you know i'm saying this as if i be looking into people's relationships i, I really don't i bring this back. i say this a lot but i was i was raised by a narcissist so i i think about myself mostly <laughs> i think about myself mostly and when i think about other people it drains me i promise you but i do it but not if I don't have to. Like, think, like worrying about someone else's relationship, worrying about what other people are doing, uh-uh. I definitely, I, I just don't do it subconsciously. I just don't care. But if you do care and you're paying attention to what the next person's doing and how cute they look and, oh, my God, when they break up, you're going to be in fucking shambles. You're going to be in shambles because you're living your life through them subconsciously you're living your fucking life through them and it might not feel like it but you are and i live my life through people on the internet all the time and i have to stop that's when i know bitch you need to take a break and you need to stop watching that person because you're fucking living your life through them i'll be seeing you know these females and this is why i also stop looking on tiktok because the amount of gay Relationships that I see on TikTok that look so fucking cute, and I'm like, "Oh my god, <laughs> I want that." Mm-mm. That's when I decide to turn the phone off. Mm-mm. Once I'm like, "Damn," I turn the phone off immediately. I close the fucking app. <laughs> my ass start playing Tetris. I need to clear my mind. Take me back to 2012. <laughs> uh uh-uh, uh, cause I cannot do this shit. Take me back. I need to. A- Mm-mm. I can't even be in the same time frame as these motherfuckers. I gotta go. Because I'm gonna start thinking too much. That's what you gotta do. Whenever you see a relationship on the internet and you're like, damn, they're so cute, da da da, turn it off. Turn it off. Go read a book. Go take a walk. I don't know. Do something. Also, how the fuck are you going to find a relationship where you don't even got the house? Mmm. I feel like some of y'all need to hear this. <laughs> I feel like some of y'all need to hear this. If you're at home, worrying about you know, relationships and being like, "Oh my God, I'm never gonna find anyone." You don't even get out of your own home. You don't leave. I'm like that, so I know I used to be like that, for real. I used to be like, "Damn, I don't have nobody." Da da da. I want not that I didn't have anybody. Let's be real. let's be real here not that i didn't have anybody but i didn't have the relationship that i wanted i didn't have the type of person that i wanted mind you want this is a fucking delusion in my head of the type of relationship that i think i want i don't even know what the fuck love is obviously from me spending fucking i don't know how many minutes contemplating on how to even uh describe the shit so obviously i don't even know what the fuck i want but i'm seeing People and i'm like i want somebody who's like that i want someone who's like this picking different aspects of different people and putting them together to make a frankenstein girlfriend (laughs) like bitch where the fuck are you even going to find this person because obviously this person isn't even real you're just picking and choosing from different personalities of different people and different aspects of different people and trying to put them together to make this delusional like vision within your mind stop it (laughs) stop that shit go out touch grass bitch experience meet friends and eventually once you meet friends you'll meet people more people other than those friends and eventually you'll find somebody and you're like y'all click and y'all talk that's how that works but you got to get out the house you can't just keep watching people You got to get out the house. Either that or you got to get over it and realize that you're not going to find nobody. Unless you go on dating apps. And let's talk about dating apps. Because they work. I've seen dating apps work. I know people in relationships who met through dating apps. Have they worked for me? No. The last relationship I had that came from a dating app sent me through a spiral. Oh my God. God, that shit! Oh my God, I can just cry thinking about it. I haven't healed. Ooh, I know that was Wow. I woke up. I'm recording this. I haven't eaten. My stomach just growled. I hope y'all didn't hear it. <laughs> but back to that. Back to that, because this is something that i thought i healed from but obviously i haven't because i'm sitting here and i'm like my last relationship uh like i feel the tears about to come like i feel the tears but that relationship was something and let me talk about it because i I'm talking about a lot and i ain't talking about myself and i ain't talking about my experiences but let me tell y'all about my my experience with tinder let me get settled Ugh. Let me just get settled real quick. My experiences with Tinder have been a fucking roller coaster. It's been a roller coaster, honestly. I met my ex on Tinder. I'm not going to state my ex by name, and I'm not going to give y'all a time frame. This person. Was emotionally unstable. I'm an, I'm emotionally unstable too, but this person was really emotionally unstable. And it was fucking draining. And I didn't really realize how draining it was until I got out of it. And I kind of ended it um, by kind of, I mean, I got a towards ending it as every motherfucker who doesn't know how to... <laughs> Who doesn't know how to address confrontation does we try to guide you into feeling how we feel so that you can end it and that's and that's toxic in and of itself that's something that i'm also working on that's why i'm not in a fucking relationship but it was draining in that relationship i realized so many things and here are the things one i could never be a fucking therapist two I cannot be with somebody who is emotionally unstable, and I'm saying emotionally unstable. I mean, like on the verge of like, you know, offing it, and get really on the verge. And three, I can't be Polly. <laughs> three, I cannot be Polly, and this is no, this is no hate because I'm still friends. Well, I can't say friends, but. Me and my ex didn't end in a bad, on a bad note. It's just that these are things that I noticed that I cannot handle. I feel as if I was a therapist. I feel as if I was a relationship counselor for the relationship that they had with their other partner. It was a no. It was too much. And that's when I realized, no, I cannot do poly. I cannot do people who are not emotionally... There, I can't do a lot of shit. I just can't. Mm -mm. I cannot be that manic pixie dream girl that all these girls rave about within themselves. I can't do it. I don't think I have the emotional range to deal with that shit. Many nights of crying in silence (laughs) after comforting people, after comforting them, and you know, loving them, I would just sit in silence and cry. That shit's draining. Ew, that's just depressing. Mm mm. Damn, that's fucking depressing. God. <laughs> God. And if y'all have ever been in a relationship that's like that and i believed to be in love so that's what i'm saying like you cannot base anything based on what you see like you can't be like oh my god all my friends are in relationships they're finding love they're doing this girl babes your friend could be on the edge and you don't even know it oh you don't even know it like you're you're you only see what someone shows you and you're only gonna see what someone portrays to you in the relationship it's like it's like when you tell your friend all the bad shit in your relationship because no one ever really talks about this shit who goes to their friend and is like yeah we went here and we did this and we did that and we did this and we did that every day especially when your friend is single no I don't know sometimes it feels weird maybe that's just me but I tend to vent because you want advice who wants who ever gets advice on the good stuff I have rarely met anyone at least in the age range of fucking teenager to 25 I don't know about the rest because I don't have any friends over the age of 25 but who sits and gets advice on the good shit i've never seen that i've never experienced it maybe they do mm-hmm. but i know i don't i don't sit here and rave about all the good stuff that happens in my relationship go to my friend and you know just yapa yappa yappa. yappa. <laughs> about all the good shit but when something bad happens i'm yapping away i'm like this motherfucker did this and they did this and they did this am i tripping Am I crazy? But guess what, babes? I'm still go back to them. Cause that's just the bad shit. I haven't even told you the good shit. So all the good shit is simmering in my head. But I haven't told you that. So your friend is gonna think to themselves, Why is this bitch still with still with them? Um, because they don't tell you to get shit. This is why. I don't even give advice on relationships no more (laughs) because i know how i am and if in in my head i'm like if you're anything like me you're gonna go back to that motherfucker so why am i sitting here fucking talking about y'all you finna go back to that man and he finna dick you down (laughs) you over here talking to me you finna go back to him to get your back blown out babes i am not about to give you any advice on shit because then you're going to come back and then you're going to complain about him again and then I'm going to be like damn why the fuck are you still with them why are you still with them and with females this shit works because it's a lot of psychological warfare and gay relationships and I can only talk about female, on fam. because as we all know I am a woman <laughs> But I could, I could only talk about, you know, female relationships. And by, well, most of my relationships are film. Are film on film, so. That shit is psychological warfare to the max. It's psychological warfare to the max, but every time. motherfucker could push me down a flight of stairs? <laughs> and I'm like, that's still my bookie. That's still my girl. No, bitch, you're you're in a domestic. This is domestic, and you need to get out. You need to run. And I don't know what that's like with you know other forms of relationships, because with me personally, with men, no, I'll drop the motherfuckers like flies. I don't care. I already told y'all that shit, so (laughs) so that's how that is. But I do want to eventually get more people on the show, especially more queer people well gay all types whatever (laughs) (laughs) i just say queer is like a broader spectrum of it but i definitely want to get more people on the show to talk about this topic to talk about love in general because like i said everybody has different interpretations of love i'm not perfect i understand that i do have toxic traits but at the same time i have good ones I'm not going to rave about my good traits because I ain't got to defend shit. (laughs) I ain't got to defend nothing. But, um, yeah, like, love. Love relationships. We ain't even going to talk about sex because that is in of itself is a whole nother thing. That's, That's a whole nother episode. Y'all motherfuckers think that you're in love. Um, you're not in love, bitch. You haven't been touched in years, and you don't want to give that away. <laughs> you're not in love, babes. You probably just haven't been touched in years, and you think that this is love. This is not love. This is just the only person in your life who is giving you affection. You're deprived, and they're giving you what you're deprived of. Wake up. <laughs> The lady says sprinkle, sprinkle. (laughs) Because, like I said, delusion, well, I never said this, but I'm saying it now. Delusion is a powerful fucking drug. And I'm its number one taker. (laughs) So, I can't even say shit. I can't even say nothing about it because I'm popping delusion like it's nobody's business. But on that note i think i think we're about done honestly we're we're going to that closing off mark because i think i've said enough of what i can say so far about that i've embarrassed myself a bit i've let the world know of my toxic traits like i said i'm not perfect i'm working on it slowly but surely (laughs) but you know I advise everybody to take a look at themselves in the mirror and 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 you know what realize that you have to love yourself first and I know everybody say this shit but that's real that is real babes because your insecurities do leak out into your relationship don't you know that people can tell when you're insecure I can tell really well if someone's insecure you know and I'm not talking about like Every now and then you have your own insecurities. Because everyone has insecurities about themselves. Let's be honest. But what I mean by that is. Even though I have my own insecurities. I still love myself. Now I don't think I'm the baddest bitch in the world. I think that's a different form of delusion. That I have not acquired. But. I mean sometimes I do. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Sometimes I do. But i'd say that you need to come to terms with you are who you are this is the body that i'm in these are my imperfections i can work towards changing them or you can learn to live with them and learn to love them and learn to love yourself start focusing on the things you like about you physically and mentally because a lot of times i'll be like oh what do you what do you like about yourself and motherfucker is gonna say eyes bitch (laughs) <laughs> i'm sorry but your eyes like i understand that people have beautiful eyes and that's the most unique thing about yourself babe your eyes are brown <laughs> your eyes are brown bitch like what that's the most unique, unpersonalized thing about yourself and for some reason it's the one thing you absolutely love about yourself you need to really look deep and look within yourself and be like, "This is what I love about me." Like I said, mentally and physically. Write, write that shit down. Write it down. Fully take a moment, turn off your phone, turn on some good music, and fully like discover yourself. <laughs> and let's get down to the nitty gritty, okay? Because I'm tired of hearing motherfuckers say that their favorite, that the favorite, their favorite thing about themselves is, is their eyes. Or their personality. Ooh. Because your eyes are brown. And your personality. Is curated from TikTok. <laughs> oh let me stop playing. Let me stop playing. Because everyone's personality is unique. That's a joke. I'm not an asshole like that. These are jokes. Okay. But. Yeah. You need to discover yourself. Because I read somewhere. I mean, that most women can't even look at themselves in a the mirror for more than, uh, I don't know, more, I would say at most five minutes, at most five minutes. That's crazy. I realized that I've never really taken a good look at myself in the mirror naked either. So I've started doing it <laughs> and tried, to, oh my God. Oh, and tried to see, you know, how long can you actually stare at yourself in the mirror naked I think every woman should do that that's like a homework assignment every woman man they them person you look at yourself in the mirror naked for more than five minutes and find things about yourself that you love but yeah um it's going over 40 minutes so I'm going to end this episode here thank y'all for tuning in this is episode two of Kira's Eye. Like I say, go ahead and follow me on Instagram, Kira's Eye. Everything is just Kira's Eye. I write poetry. If you got Poetizer, follow me, Kira's Eye. <laughs> Everything is that. Um. So, yeah, I hope y'all have a wonderful day, night, you know. If you're listening to this right before you go to sleep, I don't know why you would. But good night, babes. If you're listening to this first thing in the morning, again, don't know why you would. Not going to blame you. Good morning, babes. (laughs) Bye. See you guys on the next episode.